My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Let us punish the guilty. Let us reward the innocent. My friend, can your heart stand the shocking facts about... Bloody Valentine. I'm Rich and I'm here with Carolyn. Hi. And we just watched Creep Show. What a treat. A joy. I'm sleepy. Tired? Yeah, no movie was boring too. Well, at least we watched this in parts. Because it was the only way we were able to do it. Because we're running down to the wire again. Well, it's a parts kind of movie, so Yeah, this if you're gonna watch a movie in pieces. This is the fucking one to do it. So it was directed by George Romero and written by Stephen King. The majority of this film, filmed in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, baby. Hmm. So, like, I guess we'll cover it story by story. Okay. Because I have, I actually have, like, my favorites in a ranking. I'm sure you did not do that. Because I'm not 100% convinced you liked any of them. I didn't, and I didn't take notes. I don't remember anyone's names, except there was a lot of Richards. There was an extreme amount of Richards. All of whom, I guess the one wasn't an asshole. Most of them were assholes, though. Stephen King's got a problem with Richards. Mm -hmm. And as a Richard, I'm offended. I figured. So before we get into it, there were 15 kills, I think. I was a little wishy-washy on like who I thought died. Like I didn't count the first story where dude was like, "I got my cake." I didn't count those because maybe he didn't kill them because he got his cake, and that's all he really wanted—his Father's Day cake. How did they die? I don't know if they died because it ends there. They were still alive oh, okay. when it ends, so I don't know if they died. Because if he just wanted his cake, they might have shared a piece of head cake. <laughs> So, zero boobs, 15 kills. Carolyn only got hit with one jump scare. Mm-hmm. And it was late, but we'll get to that. So, like, the whole framework that this is built on is it's a comic book turned into a movie. That's why the pages were turning, and you saw, like, the crazy backgrounds and shit mm-hmm. that I think kind of annoyed you. Did they annoy you? Yeah. That's why, though, because they wanted it to look like a comic book. Yeah. Is it less bad now? No. So they don't tie together, except that they were all part of the comic book. Correct. Just little stupid stories. Yeah. Why do you like this movie? Because it's awesome. All the stories are, well, most of the stories are really good. No, they're not. Yes, they are. It reminded me of that stupid book you had of the horror night story, something or another, bedtime. Scary horror. stories to yeah. tell in the dark? Come on. That's awesome. Not really. Like when the guy was walking around for his cake, it reminded me of the fucking story that you scared our kids with, with where's my big toe? Where's my toe? I could go in there and scare one of our children right now if I just said that. Yeah. She would flip the fuck out. Uh-huh. And that, that shit ain't. The same as that guy asking for his cake. That shit ain't that scary. It neither was this. Okay. <clears throat> so basically it starts off there's an overbearing, abusive asshole dad that doesn't like his kid reading comic books. Mm-hmm. And the stories that we see in this are the stories from the comic books. Mm-hmm. That's how it all goes together. The dad is played by the great Tom Atkins, best known for his role in Halloween 3. Did he die there too? No, he does not die in Halloween 3. But he, the movie ends with him being very sad. That's the Halloween everybody hates. Okay. It's the one without Michael Myers in it. Mm-hmm. Season of the Witch. And he's in Maniac Cop, Escape from New York, 
Night of the Creeps and The Fog and just a shitload more movies. He is a fucking legend. But in this, he's just a cock. He's just a fucking asshole. I'm surprised his name isn't Richard. So we get our first glimpse of the presenter. If you've never seen it before, um, I'd compare him to the Crypt Keeper from Tales from the Crypt. Yes, this gave me very much Tales from the Crypt vibe. So did you watch a lot of Tales from the Crypt when you were a kid? I didn't watch a lot of it, but I watched it sometimes with my mom. With your mom? Yeah. Not your dad? No. He didn't like stuff like that. It just seems like Tales from the Crypt was more marketed towards adult males. So I'm surprised your mom was the one that allowed you to watch it. Maybe my mom's more male than my dad. Wow. Hopefully he doesn't listen to the podcast. It's fine. I'm more male than you sometimes. Hopefully I don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> Damn it. She liked things like the supernatural stuff and like, uh, oh, what is that freaking show with Mulder and Scully? CSI? No. Stop that. No. Mulder and Scully, the X-Files. Yes. She watched the X-Files and stuff like that. My dad didn't like that stuff. It was nonsense, miss. What did he watch then? I don't know, like Crocodile Dundee. Oh, yeah, that's real <laughs> fucking nothing, nothing nonsense about Crocodile Dundee. And we, we watched TGIF. <laughs> that's not a knife. This is a knife. Is that a pretty good Australian accent? Knife. The, I think I, I feel like the only time I did the Australian accent is when I said knife. Mm-hmm. I think I feel like I did American. That's not a knife. This is a knife. That's a fine Australian accent. Yeah, you did a good job. But the kid was not scared to see the ghost in his window. Yeah, He's... I would be a little more scared even if I watched comic, well, even if I read comic books. Yeah, he was almost orgasmic when he saw it. Yeah. He was fucking pumped. Thank God you're here. So first story, Father's Day. So the you can see that they're really leaning into the comic book style, especially when that Bernie Sanders-looking motherfucker was screaming about his money. You can't say he was Bernie Sanders-looking. That was my joke. Now, everyone's going to think that you put two and two together, and you did not. As soon as he was on the screen, I said, hey, that looks like Bernie Sanders. Yes, You're you like, did. ha, 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 he does. Yes, you did. And you stole it. But you didn't write it down. What a dick. What a Richard. Richard. <gasps> you Carolyn. bastard. Don't steal my shit twice in one I did not. It can't be considered stealing it if we said it at the same time in the same cadence. Right, my eyes and took it. Yeah, I must have. I must have taken it out of your fucking brain. Did. It's plagiarism. We have a definite connection with the opening of the movie and some good foreshadowing, as Belinda kills her possibly annoying father on Father's Day. Mm -hmm. But still, she always comes back. He wasn't just annoying. He seemed pretty, like, abusive, too. Yeah, he was He was a real fucker. I don't know why she comes back to sit at his grave and have a ham dinner and, like, chastise his corpse. Seems weird, but whatever. I guess you gotta honor him. But it doesn't take long for Daddy to come back. Do you consider this a zombie story? That was so dumb. She just sat there and just waited for him to kill her. Yeah, there was a lot of fucking ah, problems with this one. Don't, Teddy. He's still just one hand coming out. Ah, he's gonna get me. Then one hand still. Like, she could have run away. It's weird how. She could have just stomped on him and ran away. But she just sat there and just waited for him to dig himself out for like 30 goddamn minutes before yeah. he finally killed her. I don't know what happened in this one. Because it wasn't like that in the rest of them. There wasn't like... No, there was another one that was like that too. It was in this one though. Oh. It was in... It would, all that bullshit like that was kept to this one. Oh, okay. So do you think this was a zombie? Do you consider him a zombie? Sure. But it didn't bother you? I know no. he hates zombies. Mm-mm. Yeah, maybe because it was only one zombie and he wasn't turning other people into zombies. Maybe because it wasn't very realistic. Okay, so we'll get to, right to the next problem because poor Ed Harris going out to find Aunt Bedelia. Bedelia. What a fucking name. Bedelia. Mm-hmm. I do not like saying the word Bedelia. Without Amelia in front of it? Amelia Bedelia. <gasps> and this fucking guy. Do you know why I wanted this guy to die? Because he kept, like, lighting his matches off shit with a flourish. 
Like it was the coolest thing ever that he could light matches mm-hmm. off shit. <laughs> I was like, God, I can't handle this fucking guy. I hope he I hope he kicks the bucket. And he does kick the bucket. He gets his head crushed in the dumbest kill in this movie. Yep, he just lay there too and waited for it to crush him. He watches that tombstone moving around for about two minutes. Yeah. He never There's even a dead cons- guy standing there. There's a dead lady beside him. He's still just laying on his back, waiting for this thing to fall on him. He never even considers moving. Nope. He had enough time to move before the dead guy showed up and before he realized the dead lady was there. Yeah. As soon as it wiggled one time, you fucking move. Yeah. But no, it wiggled like 35 times and he still laid down and waited for it. It was a bit much. But like I said, it was only in this one that they were absurd like that. I don't know what happened. And he and the fucking zombie dad makes quick work of the entire family. Mm-hmm. There's a mystery body in the kitchen and a broken neck. Bam. Done. Two of them. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, the last two went together to save us from having to be picked off one by one. And then he got his cake. Yes, he got his cake. Then And like I said, I don't count them as deaths because I don't know if they died. Probably not. He just wanted cake, man. Yeah. And maybe he shared it. He doesn't seem like the sharing type. He went back to bed then. Yeah. Why not go back to his grave? Mm -hmm. I wonder why he waited all that time to come back to life, though. Because she'd been visiting his grave for years. He could have done that at any time, I would imagine. Maybe it's because she's... Don't try to dig in there deep. Could it be because she spilled the whiskey on the grave and that was like, oh. That would be a bad reason to bring him back to life. Would you come back for whiskey? No. I barely like the whiskey I drank tonight. But if it was scotch, you'd puke it in the tub. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Still bringing that up. Mm-hmm. And I didn't bring up Marcy Darcy at all. You just did. Every single time. Because that was our agreement. <laughs> and you violated it. Repeatedly. Um... I said every time you brought up Marcy Darcy, I was going to bring it up. I didn't say that I was never going to bring it up if you didn't bring up Marcy Darcy. There there was no reversal on that. So maybe you're sticking to the letter of the law, but you're totally violating the intention. Of it's my name. law. County law. <laughs> no, not county law. <laughs> Carolyn Law. Okay. So on to the second story. And I'm kind of, I just kind of want to blow through the stories because there's five of them. And I feel like we could go, I could end up going on and on about all of them. Okay. Blow it. I have. I just blew through that first story real quick. Okay. So the second story is called The Lonesome Death of Jordy Varel. And we are introduced to some someone I cannot believe has not won an Academy Award for Best Actor. Stephen King. He was horrible. And why was he only cross-eyed for like the first five minutes? I don't know, but I'm kind of, I kind of think he's cross-eyed in real life. (laughs) Because like in that trailer for um, Maximum Overdrive, he was cross-eyed as hell. But he might just do that on purpose to look crazier. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's doing it on purpose. There's no way he can write that well. That is so bold to be like, this is the decision I'm making. And you turn your eye and look at your other eyeball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. He is a weird-looking dude. He's just—he's a very weird dude. Period. Yeah, but yeah, he must do it on purpose because he does it the entire Maximum Overdrive. I'm gonna scare the hell out of you, mm-hmm. and he fucking puts one eye looking at his brain, basically. So Stephen King loves to be in Stephen King movies, and I have to think this is his biggest role in one. It was pretty he, he, long, he, yeah. He there's only two characters in the whole skit whatever fuck it's called story mm-hmm. him and his fucking dead dad so he finds his fucking meteor and he dreams that by finding the meteor he is going to be rich yeah there's people in his dream yeah in the skit. oh yeah that's true it's the same person though the yeah. same person as the doctor and the professor oh okay so he is going to be rich from this because mm-hmm. he's going to get two hundred dollars and he will not take a cent less nope so they do a great job of making this guy look like an absolute fucking buffoon, mm-hmm. which I guess is why they're like, Stephen, we got the perfect role for you because yeah. you can't act. So just be as fucking stupid as you can be. Yep. But first, he's got to cool it off. So he dumps some water on it, which for some reason 
Splits that bitch right in half. Mm-hmm. And sadly for Jordy, what was he covered in? Do you remember? Meteor shit. Meteor shit. Yeah, God, meteor shit. And it, and I love how they're trying to give us this impression that he's a complete moron. Like everything they do with his character is to make him look like an absolute dipshit. Mm-hmm. And he goes in and watches professional wrestling all night. And I'm like, you motherfuckers, <laughs> how fucking dare you? How dare, of all the things he could watch on that fucking TV to make him look like a dumb hillbilly idiot, you fucking picked professional wrestling, specifically WWF, because yeah, Vince think, McMahon was doing the I commentary. I think that's a perfect rendition. I don't know where they were pretending that guy lived, but he probably had some other wrestling territory. No, of course he was watching WWF. God damn it. <laughs> That's what they all watch. God damn and it. And he thinks it's real. <laughs> God damn it. Motherfuckers. The lunkhead has been licking meteor shit this whole time. And now his fucking he's covered in moss. His tongue's covered in it. His fucking hands covered in it. Mm-hmm. And I kept looking at these plants and this whole fucking place looked like that, like an aquarium, like the fake grass and that shitty background scene yeah. that everybody would paste on the back of their aquarium in the 90s. That's yeah. what the whole fucking thing looked like. It was very bright. Yeah. And so his his plan is to take a bath. And water is legitimately what started all this. So, of course, he's going to take a bath. He felt like he needed water. Yeah. Well, he apparently did. But it seems ill-advised. So ill-advised. That his dead daddy told him not to do it. Yeah. He's like, fucker, I'm haunting you to not do this. Do you realize what, what kind of energy this takes? Mm-hmm. But nah. He, he like, he was getting in the tub, but he also fell into the tub. Mm-hmm. But you know his ass was going in there anyway. He was going in that fucking tub. I don't know why he had to fall into it. Just more insult to injury. Yes, I ask you that. Why did he fall? I don't know. And finally, he kills himself. And I think this this one was arguably a zombie story more than the first one was. The plants taking everything over and shit, that's more zombie-ish than... How's that zombie? Because that's what zombies do. They weren't... The plants weren't dead first and then come back to life. Well, maybe. Infecting others. They're I'm just... All right, I'm whatever. It can be a, a zombie se- if you want. I'm just talking in a big sense. Okay. We'll, we'll pretend it's a zombie. It's your story. Tell Don't do like me no favors. To. Don't do me no favors. So did you happen to catch what happened before they switched to the next story? It faded into a scene of the comic book? Correct. Okay, it did that with every one of them. Are you talking to me like I'm a fucking toddler? I'm seeing if you saw this. Why would I have not seen it? Because something happened in it. <sighs> there was an advertisement for a voodoo doll, but the order form was missing. Carolyn. What? You they pointed me. out later. It doesn't matter if I see it. They did point it out later for not. the people that missed it, yes. And we're on to Something to Tide You Over, starring Ted Danson and Leslie Nielsen. This one was good. You have you you probably like this one. I don't remember which one it was. We get a good old the fashioned The Annoying Lady. What? The Annoying Lady. No. The people buried in the water. Oh yeah. Why would I like that one? Because it was like the less least horror-y until the end. It was more like a that is the most horrible way to die. Right. Isn't that scary? No. What the fuck? You just said it's the most horrible way to die. Yeah, but I mean, the movie wasn't scary. But, I mean, it's scary to think about happening to you. Yeah. That's pretty fucking scary to me. This this one kind of freaked me out. There's no way he could have buried himself and his arms be so stuck in there that he couldn't get him up. He'd have to bury his arms down by his side, which means the other guy had to have buried him. He told him to get down on his knees and bury him fucking self. If that's the case, his arms are way up here like this. Right. Yeah, That that's a bit of a hole. So maybe Leslie Nielsen helped bury him. So we got ourselves a good old-fashioned adultery tale. Richard, fucking course, shows up at Harry's and plays a recording of his wife. That is Richard's wife, who is fucking Harry. Her name's Becky. Mm-hmm. And she wants him to save her. So Harry and Richard take a ride to the beach. This is Richard's private beach. Mm-hmm. He owns all of it. 
He made it abundantly clear. Leslie Nielsen is so good, too. The guy that played Richard. He's fucking awesome in this. Yeah, he did good. And he's he's like a comedy actor. Like, that's what he's known for. Did you ever see Naked Gun? No. Oh, man. Are all guns naked? I don't know. You would hate Naked Gun, though, because it's a parody movie. And you fucking can't stand those, right? Correct. So we won't watch it. Thank you. Naked Gun, Naked Gun 2 and a half, and Naked Gun 33 and a third. Yeah, no, thank you. No, the titles are enough? Yeah. Okay. But he was fucking awesome in this. He was probably, he probably did, outside of the guy in the last one, who was pretty fucking awesome too, even even though you hate him, he was probably the best actor in the whole thing. Well, he's better than Stephen King, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the only part Stephen King could possibly play. So Danson has to bury himself up to his head, like you said, with the promise to see Becky again. And to his credit, Richard got to see her. Richard yeah. is a man of his word. He showed her. Sadly, she's on a TV and she is drowning. Mm-hmm. And Harry, probably going to meet the same fate. This reminds me, sort of, of, sort of, uh, wow, I guess that's right. Sort of of an episode of, that's too many ofs. This reminds me of an episode of Tales from the Crypt where there's this doctor downstairs and he's doing like, I don't know what he's doing down there. It doesn't matter. But his wife is upstairs and the cable guy comes and he fucks the wife. And the doctor's downstairs invested in his work so long that they keep having these liaisons. And he has like a light that says when he's either coming or going so the guy can leave. Mm -hmm. So they always know when he's coming. But one day he forgets it. And he walks up the stairs and they're fucking. And she's going, oh, oh, I want your body. So he knocks him out. And then it cuts, fades to black or whatever. And then it cuts to the next scene. And they're down in the basement. And they wake up. And their heads are on each other's bodies. And he's like, oh, now now you can have his body. No. It kind of reminds me of that, but not not completely. That's one of my favorite episodes of Tales from the Crypt, by the way. Weird. So Richard watches from home, and Harry threatens him, and that's when you know. Yeah, he's coming at back. At least Harry's coming back. Mm-hmm. Ted Danson's coming back. But yeah, we, we addressed it earlier. That would be so fucking scary to be in that situation. Yeah. I would be... You can't even do anything. No. Like, you can't even kill yourself. Yeah. Drowning is, like, the worst way to go. So they both died, and I did count them, because they died. But they're both also back. I kind of only expected Ted Danson to come back when I saw this back in the day. Is that what you expected? Yeah. But no, they're both back. Equal opportunity. Somehow made Ted Danson, that handsome son of a bitch, real ugly when he came back. Real, real ugly. Well, he was dead, so. Yeah. You said, you can't shoot them dead. They're already dead. At almost the exact same time that they said that. They said, you can't shoot us dead. We're already dead. They said that? Yeah. I didn't you probably didn't it. hear it because you were too busy saying it. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he said, I'll shoot you dead. And I was like, you can't shoot them dead. They're already dead. Yeah. They said the exact same thing. Oh, weird. <laughs> Except instead of them, they said it's us. us. <laughs> well, the subtitles weren't the best, so. So, no, they weren't. They were off sometimes. Um, this was... It's a toss-up if this was my favorite one of them or not. Okay. I think it I think it was the second favorite. So then we go to crate, the crate. Okay. Janitor finds a random crate under the steps from an Arctic expedition in the 1840s. How every good story starts. And we have another fucking Richard. Why wouldn't we have a third Richard? Five stories, three Richards. Two of them are dicks. Yes. And honestly, only two of them die. The dicks die. This Richard doesn't die. Spoiler alert. So you really didn't like Billy? Just call me Billy. Everybody does. They really played that up, and it really fucking annoyed her husband. What was her real name? Uh. Wilma? Wilda? That was Wilma, yeah, because it was one of the Flintstones. Well, her real, real name is Adrienne Barbeau. She was the chick that originally played Rizzo in the musical Grease, like on Broadway. Oh, okay. Which 
fucking perfect if you think about that. Yeah. She was also in the fog and escaped from New York. She was super annoying, and I was ready for her to die immediately. Yeah, just for being annoying. It's funny how that works. Mm-hmm. It's funny how that works in real life, too. So when they were at the party... <laughs> I show up at parties, and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> this one can go now. You have you have the fucking daydream that I'm about to ask you about. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't really want it to happen. But do I daydream about it? Okay. I think that's perfectly normal. Sure. <laughs> so did you think you actually shot her at that party? Um. Yeah, at first I did. I bet that fucking party would have reacted exactly how they did in his dream, too, if he had. Yeah. Like, nice shot. Yeah. <laughs> and nice, polite golf claps for him. Yeah, because when he shot her, I was like, uh. And everyone was, like, completely silent. She's still just sitting there, like, dying, and no one said anything. Like, Is anyone going to care? Nice shot. And again, Bullseye. I did not count her death in this one or when he fantasized about stabbing her. Good. But I'll eventually get my opportunity. Yes. Thank God I married an absolute joy, though, instead of a monster like this. Wow. We you had all to know- write that one down, didn't you? We all know someone like Billy. Mm-hmm. That you're just like, shut the Why fuck up. Why is she here? Please stop talking about anything at all. Mm-hmm. But... Jackpot Rich. You had to write that down. I had to think at first, though. Where can I compliment Carolyn? Carolyn, I always compliment you. No, you don't. I compliment you Get on a every, life. every episode of the podcast. Oh, my God. You have everyone snowed. Something is alive in that crate, and it's got the poor janitor's arm. At first, I thought it killed him, too. Me, I was just about to say that. When he was just hanging there, I was like... How could he die from his arm? Yeah, because I was going to be like, not another one of these fucking things. Because they were good from the first one to this one. Then he started talking. Yeah. But then he got the poor janitor's head. Yeah, he left his arm in there. Yeah. Sat there, still waiting for it to get him. Yeah, well, I think the thing still had a hold of his arm. But it got his head, and then I'm like, okay, that's a way you can die. Yes. If someone eats your fucking head, you can die from that. Yes. Now you're dead. I don't know what that thing was. They can't, you, I mean, you could die from artery injuries to your arm it just wouldn't be so quick you have to bleed out you mean it wouldn't be in 20 seconds no (laughs) (laughs) okay that's not enough heartbeats to empty your blood out no i would i would imagine it's not i don't know what the fucking monster is supposed to be but it's really cool looking did you think it was pretty cool looking yeah it was like a mixture of like bigfoot and like a werewolf yeah and like a wolf it was pretty awesome that's probably where the huge portion of their special effects budget went because it was all practical effects Mm -hmm. i like practical effects significantly more than a ton of cgi okay that's not really a surprise either because tom savini did the special effects he's basically a special effects god he's also from pittsburgh he has his own school out there for special effects he doesn't want to make out with him no i heard he's kind of a dick like people at conventions are always like he is not the not the greatest guy that I'm paying for an <laughs> autograph and a picture from. But I don't know. He might not be. Maybe the, maybe these dozens and dozens of comments I've read of from people that have met him. They're just too touchy. Just got him on a bad day. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. It's out there. God, I love Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has given us so much. Pennsylvania in general has given us so much horror. Oh, boy. So Magical much. world of Pennsylvania. Man, like, I hate living in Shemokin, but I really like Pennsylvania. If it wasn't for the roads and the town we live in. Are we allowed to stay where we live? I thought that's, like, against internet rules and stuff. Eh, I think it's all right. People are going to come get us. I think it's all right. <laughs> they don't know that we really live here. I might have said a fake town. <laughs> okay. Also, if you find me on Facebook, like all my shit's public anyway, so it's true. I ain't hard to find. But get him, not me. I didn't yeah, do anything. She didn't do anything. <laughs> get me. <laughs> I want to be got. Especially the left leg. Carolyn, let's no, <laughs> do not talk about that. It's not, it's not something I want to happen. That's just something I've always thought is going to happen. I've told all my dance friends about it. They think you're really weird. <laughs> I can't help it. 
I don't want that to happen. It always comes up when I go to the beach. Okay. So, we have to talk about it now because we're fucking too deep into it. So now everybody gets to hear about it. I have this... What would you call it? A premonition? Yeah, a premonition. A, a feeling, a sixth sense? Yeah, that I am going to lose my left leg. Specifically... Well, you just said a leg. You're hoping right, yeah, it's the left one because left... you need a re- knee replacement on that. No, I'm hoping it's my right one. Oh. I'm hoping it's not my left one. Sorry, I need a sorry. knee replacement on my sorry. right one eventually, I, I so would... I want the right one I forgot one the left leg is the best The leg. left leg is the best leg. And if you don't believe me, ask Beast Boy. <laughs> so I've had this premonition that I'm going to lose a leg for my entire life. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't want to. Well, you kind of do because you found out that if you lose a limb, then you get the full payout of your life insurance. Which wouldn't be bad. Which is quite a bit of money. And I don't have to die for it. you won't have to die. (laughs) I can enjoy it a little more. And I could enjoy it more if you're still alive and with me. I bet you could have a rip-roaring good time without me if you had that much money, too. Well, it would take some time. Okay. I would mourn you for a really long time. Three weeks, rip-roaring good time. (laughs) It's not true. Let at least one worm bite me. I will I will go with you. Don't go with me. <laughs> the fuck's the point of all that money then? <laughs> That's how sad I'll be. Can you tell? I can see. You seem horrified. We're talking about you losing a limb. Yes. So it's not like a fetish. It's not like... He just thinks it's going to happen. I just think... I really think it's going to so happen. So we go to the beach. He's like, this is it. This is when the shark gets me. I hope it's my right leg. So I can still not be in pain with my legs. I swim with my left leg out of the water. Can you imagine having like phantom left leg pain because it was taken from you, but real right leg pain? Yeah, that w- that's what is going to definitely sucks. happen. If this does happen, that is what is happening. They're going to bite. You wouldn't even be able to get like a fake leg, like a artificial leg or whatever, because the other one would be so goddamn bad that yeah. like you're just going to have to be wheelchair bound unless they take them both. I think I can get a fake leg. I'll be all right. But with my luck, they'll take the left leg and part, like, my dick, probably, <laughs> too, somehow. My left leg up to my knee and my dick somehow. As all long gone. as your mouth still works. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, we're talking about the crate. Some student shows up, and he looks like he's about 50 fucking years old. He looks older than a professor by a lot. He is going bald worse than me, and people were just fucking built different in the 80s. Why do young people look so goddamn old in the 80s? I don't know. Didn't he look old? Yeah. He, he looked 50. Yeah. I wonder how old he was. I should have looked. Fuck it, though. Curiosity killed the Charlie, though. Couldn't fucking stop messing with the crate. He got his shoe, which is what he wanted, and he's in there fucking poking around. Mm-hmm. Could have got out of there. Didn't. Dead. Had it coming. For looking old as fuck and being a college student and for being a nosy boy. I old didn't want him to die. Old people can go to college too. Huh? Old people can go to college too. I agree. But if, I don't think he was old though. I think he was supposed to be a regular student. The weird thing about this movie, this movie and all the stories is no one calls the cops ever. Like instead of just calling the cops, like you get eventually why this guy doesn't call the cops and why he knocks his buddy out. Mm-hmm. Because... He's going to... um, Well, he acted like he didn't believe him. Right. But he definitely believed him. Yeah. He was excited. He was ready. (laughs) Yeah. He's setting up his wife to die instead of just fucking not being a coward and doing it himself. Mm Mm-hmm. Or... Oh, he... He really did help, though. I mean... Yeah. (laughs) He might as well have killed her. He He was slamming her head off the fucking crate and everything. So, did you think she deserved to die in this movie because she was annoying? Well... No. Yes, that's a yes. No. I think... Movie-wise, yeah. Okay, real life... No, I just... I just want him to shut up. Real In real life, I would have fed her to a fucking goddamn Sasquatch <laughs> werewolf hybrid for putting Scott, like half a decanter of scotch in her glass of milk. What the <laughs> fuck? What the fuck was that all about? If that is a thing, I need somebody... To fucking message me and tell me what the fuck that is all about. Because that is disgusting. That looks gross. If you you walk in your house and pour a glass of milk to drink, you're already a fucking savage. 
You're a monster. Don't talk about my kid like that. You fucking weird. That is so weird. My fucking dad used to be like, hey, we go downstairs and get me a glass of milk and a spoon of peanut butter. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? The hell is wrong with you? (laughs) You're like, you want a glass of fat to wash your spoonful of fat down? You Mm -hmm. fucking wacko. What is wrong with you? Who drinking milk is weird when you're if you're not a fucking child, Mm -hmm. like a little child. If you are 15 and you're drinking a glass of milk, you're a fucking weirdo. Because milk is so disgusting. Unless you dump a bunch of chocolate in it. Then you're an adult. So I'm sorry if that offends anybody. You're not really sorry. My milk rant. But. You've done worse. It's very it's very weird. It's very gross. Sucking fucking cow tit milk <clears throat> juice. Fucking gross. What if it wasn't cow milk? What? What if it's not cow milk? I mean, it's really not milk at that point. But no, still no, because it's still gross. That's not a beverage. Like, that doesn't quench your thirst. You can't... I, I defy someone to prove to me that you can drink a glass of milk to quench your thirst. You <laughs> fucking cannot. You can't. Have you ever... Have, do you drink... You don't drink glasses of milk because you're not a weirdo. The only time I will drink a glass of milk is if I'm having some really rich chocolate. So okay. like Oreo cookies, I can dip it in there. Yeah. I can take a couple swigs in between a cookie. Or like uh, brownies. Yeah, I'll do that. That's normal adult stuff. Oh, is it? Yeah, dunking your Oreos is what adults do. <laughs> yes, yes, I understand now. <laughs> as long as you twist them <laughs> open, as long as you for... twist them open and lick the inside first. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> yeah, that's not baby shit. Like just drinking the milk. <laughs> you have something to you dunk. You give that five-year-old an Oreo, and it's perfectly fine. <laughs> it's it's okay for a five-year-old to drink milk. Double digits is the cutoff. Okay. If you're 10, you should be fucking bullied in school. So if for a 17-year-old wants a glass of milk, you better goddamn have an Oreo yeah. or you're going to have a At problem. Least sitting on the desk by him. You'll turn into that first ad in this fucking movie. Listen, you won't be able to sit down for a week. Listen, if you're... If Catch you're, you with a glass of milk again, boy. If you're, if you're in fourth grade and you order your goddamn lunch with a white milk, I'm not saying you deserve a wedgie. Just expect one. <laughs> So all it took for this monster to finally attack this woman is her insulting his manhood. She's like, "You, when's the last time you got it up? Mm-hmm. When's the last time you were a man in bed? And that monster's like, you bitch. Because yeah. he fucking, the monster knows. Yeah. You don't do that to a man. <laughs> Some things are sacred. And the bedroom is one of those. If it's insulting stuff. If it's like. I'm insulting you in the bedroom right now. That's different. You're not insulting me about the bedroom. Okay. You're insulting me about, what have you been insulting me about? I don't know. You're the one that calls me the freaking wooly bully. Oh. Well, a lot of things. You insult me about my taste in movies. You fucking insult my premonitions. My premonitions, in the words of Matt Hardy. There's your pro wrestling reference. Prove how fucking stupid I am. (laughs) (laughs) You insult my love of professional wrestling. (laughs) I didn't do that. This movie did that. I just agreed. I don't understand why this guy wouldn't just leave her though. They don't have kids or anything. Yeah, that's ne- true. they don't. They don't like each other. She can't stand him. This is an old movie though. They didn't divorce back then. No, they just fed each other to fucking werewolves. It's fine. She's gone now. And that was the first jump scare that got you. He was saving the next lad. I think that's up to the lad <laughs> to decide. <laughs> yep, first jump scare. Yeah, in this story. Me. I mean, there were other jump scares. They just didn't scare no, me. There was one in every story except the last one. I don't think there was. That was pretty fucking straightforward. And toss it in the drink. And of course it escapes. Mm-hmm. But it we don't know what there. it did. No, it didn't, sir. And now we're on to the main event. It's called They're Creeping Up on You. This one... This is the one that people that have seen this movie even once back then, this is the one everybody remembers. Okay. Which is why I call it the main event. As it confused I, me. I didn't know if the bugs were real. The bugs, like, like they mean the bugs bugs. No, the his bugs. Like, because they were like, oh, you got bugs again. Like, yeah. Like they were like, yeah, right. Like you thought he was crazy? Yes. Okay. 
At no. one point, I was even wondering, like, is this his home or is he in a loony bin? Right. I never thought of that, but Jesus Christ, it did look like a fucking padded room. Yes. But I don't think anything in this movie is that nuanced or subtle. But man, now that I think of it, that guy could be the fucking orderly, the black guy, that he's like, you blacks are good at work. Mm-hmm. And then when the black guy's stuck in the elevator, he's like, you blacks, I'm going to have your job. Mm-hmm. He could be the orderly. Boy, that's yeah. a good fucking point. Or even a nurse that's supposed to be bringing his meds. Yeah. Because he's got bugs again. Wow. I never thought of that. I don't think it's true, but that's real fucking good. I almost like that. I'm the smart one tonight. I almost like that more. I don't watch wrestling. My interpretation of it, we have the evil, ruthless capitalist. Of course. Only concerned with himself in his fucking germ-proof apartment, desperately fighting the real, the real world, the filth from encroaching on his elitist paradise. It seems like a lot of these rich fucks are germaphobes. You hear it all the time like Trump is. Yeah. You hear it all the fucking time about these guys. Like the the people under him are going to like infect him. Yeah. Like, get it, they're dirty. Yeah. it's and They're they, going to get their poor on him. They Ew, poor. Poor. Don't touch me with your poor. Yeah, I might reference wrestling. My wife just referenced a puppet show on YouTube. <laughs> In case you were wondering what that's from. We have a lot of children. But yeah, they can't control germs. Just like they control everything in their lives, but that's something they can't control. They control their fucking mid-level manager douchebags sucking their cocks that's for an extra $2,000 a year. That's why it people with OCD so much. Politicians. Because OCD is 100% about control. Right. Yeah. That's that's why it affects people with OCD so much. Though. Well, I bet a lot of these fucking high achievers, these fucking job creators, have they OCD. Have, yeah, they probably have it. And they're all fucking psychos. They're all psychopaths. Mm-hmm. So the cockroaches in this movie, why I ask if you meant, were the cockroaches real? Yeah, you told me they were. They're real. All of them are Well, not they all of them. They infested that whole building then because that was a shit ton of cockroaches. I'm assuming it was a set they built. Has to be, because who the fuck... How would you contain cockroaches in just a set? Well, they have professionals there. Professional. Professional cockroach handlers. Yeah, where do you think they got the cockroaches from? Cockroach farm. Yeah, they weren't just laying around. So they weren't all real. Like, <clears throat> when there was a fuck, like... 40,000 of them or whatever. I think they, they it was either 20,000 or 40,000 cockroaches they had at one time on the set. Ugh. They used nuts and raisins to like supplement. Yeah. But you can't tell. No. Gross. And the funny thing about this is all that motherfucker has to do is leave. Just leave his apartment. That's why I said I don't think he could. Mm-hmm. I thought he didn't want to leave his apartment because that would mean he would have to Make an exodus and be with the be common with the folks. Yeah. But he can't leave his ivory tower. Just can't do it. So he dies there. He becomes one with the bugs. Oh, and I was so happy when he died. That was my favorite death. It's gross. He didn't have any compassion for that guy he drove to suicide. Mm-hmm. Talking shit to his fucking wife. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was so happy. Oh. Mm. <laughs> chef's kiss so good so how'd you like the bugs coming out old mr pratt chef's kiss as the bugs eat the man mm-hmm. you can't chef's kiss when it's about cockroaches yeah because if i see a cockroach i'm reacting like that fucking guy gross talk to me well sh- cockroaches are chef's mortal enemies Ugh. i fucking hate cockroaches but man do i love that and i think that the, all those cockroaches and like how they come out of his body that's the scene everybody remembers from this like, I forgot that, um, which one did I forget? The first one, that Father's Day one. Mm-hmm. I forgot that was even on here. Like, when we were doing the mini episode, I said there was four. Mm-hmm. I remember the Stephen King one, the Ted Danson one, the Crate, and this one. I didn't even remember that the fucking Father's Day was on here. And that was that was my least favorite one. Mm-hmm. So, we get back to the overarching story. And just to drive it home, 
they make sure you know that the order form was gone. Yeah. As soon as I realized that, I was like, oh, he's going to kill his daddy with that. Yeah. And there he goes. Did you see the mustached fucking garbage man? The one that fucking launched the garbage can? Sure. That was Tom Savini, the special effects guy. Well, good for him. He's like in all of George Romero's movies. He has a small part. He has the part in most George Romero movies that Stephen King has in most movies besides this fucking one. Oh, he did better than Stephen King. Yeah. Very convincing trash man. Yes, very good garbage man. So the entire storyline of the kid with an abusive dad was actually just another story in the book is how I imagine it. What? Why? Hmm? Why would you think it's another story in the book? Because when they showed the comic at the end, he was on the cover. Oh. So I think there's actually six stories in it, and that's one of them. Hmm. So I will give you how I rank them. You didn't do this. I did not expect you to. I did not ask you to. Good, because I'm not going to. Okay, well, I didn't ask you to. Good, because I'm not going to. Good. I don't even want you to. I'm glad you didn't. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm so happy. I'm glad you're happy. Yeah. Your happiness makes me happy. Good. Great. Okay. Grand. Here I go. Wonderful. Let's go. Here I go. They're creeping up on you, number one. So I'm going from best to last. The opposite of how you would do this. Best to last. The opposite of how you would normally do this. Okay. Number two, something that tied you over. The beach one with Ted Danson. Number three, the crate. Number four, lonesome death. Number five, Father's Day. So, if you want to know how I rank them, just in the order of the fucking goddamn movie, the exact order. From worst to best is how I ranked them. Mm-hmm. That's easy enough. They get better as they go. So while you're looking, Creep Show was number one at the box office in its opening weekend. Does that surprise you? Yeah. What was it out with, though? I don't even know. I could look. Nah. It made $21 million on a budget of only $8 million. So it made $13 million. Almost tripled its budget, which is why it got a sequel and then a shitty sequel. It got a good sequel and a shitty sequel. You said you're not going to make me watch it. No, I don't think this movie, like the structure of this movie as an anthology, lends itself well to the podcast, how we do the podcast. Mm -hmm. Because I could go on and on and on about all these stories, but the fucking podcast would be three hours long. So I'm kind of rushing through it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't think it really lends itself to it. So I don't think we'll do another anthology movie. Thank you. And I know you don't like them. Thank you. Okay. But you also know that I don't like zombie movies, and you plan to do zombie movies, so you're an ass still. What's the name of this movie? Creep Show. Okay. I just... What? I just did something nice to you, and you're like, yeah, still an asshole. And you wonder why I call you the woolly bully. If you promise to never do zombie movies... I won't call you an asshole. Okay, well. You're an asshole? Got it. I won't Thank make you. promises that I can't keep. You always say. Oh, because I fucking love it and I want somebody to discover me. <laughs> discover you can't sing. Carolyn. Even your mommy said you can't sing. Oh, we never even mentioned that. You remember episodes and episodes and episodes ago, I texted my mom and said, be honest, do I have a good singing voice? She said, nope. <laughs> no. She said, no, N-O, no, period. <laughs> Not, it's it's okay. Yeah, sometimes. Well, you do good with some songs. Yeah, no, N-O. N-O, period. <laughs> Possibly in all caps, but I'm not scrolling through my texts for months with my mother to find it. She made it abundantly clear that she thinks her firstborn child is an awful singer. <laughs> I forgot we didn't tell them about no. that. No. What we wanted to do was have her text me back on the podcast, yeah, but it was, was like sleeping. the next day she was sleeping. So where you rank them, baby? You're gonna be mad. I'm never mad at you, my dear. Stop. I'm putting it um between porno and gremlins too. So what, like three from the bottom? It's second to last. So wait, you have that under the grudge? Yeah, because at least the grudge was an actual movie. Like, I can't believe it's. I can't believe. I actually can't believe it's above Gremlins 2, to be honest. Because I could tell you fucking hated this while we were yeah. watching it. Well, 
I don't even remember Gremlins 2. It was just that bad. Yeah. So, but I do remember porno. And, and at was, least there was tits. <laughs> yeah, lots so, of tits. So this movie could have used some tits. This goes below that. Yeah, I could tell while we were watching it that you were not into it at all. Like, yeah. it, it was just death. I'm sitting there and I'm looking You're over like, at you. You're like, are you going to go to sleep? I'm trying not to. Yeah, I look over and I'm like, oh my God, she is so fucking bored. Which is the worst. Because at least if it's bad. Yeah, and then you wouldn't let me play my game. Because I wasn't watching it well enough to your standards. So I was even more bored because you made me fucking look at the TV. Yeah, that usually goes along with watching the movie. I do apologize for that. I don't make the rules. Though. <laughs> you should have to look at the movie you're watching once in a while. I am a woman, so therefore I can multitask. So I can, can I. play a game and actually watch the movie. No, you can't. No, you can't. If you're playing a game, you're not watching the movie. You're not listening to me. You're definitely not watching the kids. Go ahead. What do you want to say? I have nothing to say. Exactly, because it's true. I've been attacked again. <laughs> Undeservedly. But I'm going to let that slide because I made you watch let this movie. Slide. I made you watch this movie that thoroughly bored you, and I'm sorry. I didn't think do it was going to be so next? boring. No, you've <laughs> asked. <laughs> when do I get to pick? God damn it. Not only, is there? Not only did we discuss this on the mini episode. You have asked me that twice today. You normally want me to re-ask on the podcast things that I ask during the movie. So don't fucking call me out like (laughs) that when you tell me to do it. I have one more movie. Can you at least make someone pretty in the movie? Pretty? Yeah. Male or female, just someone pretty to look at. (laughs) So you're not worried about the quality of the movie. Well- I can't worry about the quality of a movie because you're picking the movie, so I'm going to hate it. Can't you just make someone pretty? (laughs) Like fucking Stephen King on the cross eye. (laughs) I will try to find a movie full of pretties, I guess. (laughs) Um, Or you could just like shoot for a decent movie. Well, I've been shooting for decent movies. I like all these movies. I like all these movies. I will find you a pretty. (laughs) I can give you this. I can give you a pretty man or woman to look at. At least I have both sexes to choose from. <laughs> Thank you. So with that, I think we've covered it all. And until next week, the mini episode, have a Do wonderful life. A wonderful life? Yeah. They're going to live between now and then, I hope. Is that the name of the show or a movie? It's a movie. It's a wonderful life. Can we watch that? I don't think you'll want to watch that. That movie's old as hell. That movie's from like 19 fucking 40. You don't like old movies. Have a wonderful life. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>